Welcome <laughs> back, coffee lovers. I'm Brittany. I'm Nikki. And yeah, welcome back to Brewing Crime. How long has it been? Too long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Way too long, guys. Okay, so if you have listened to our the last one that we published, um, it was an apology, and then we proceeded to still take another month off, but listen, we got personal stuff going on. I got life. You tried working pumpkin spice in Christmas season at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, no, well, because, I mean, our Christmas promotion just started, so it's it's the pumpkin spice season. People don't understand. They don't. Like, think about it. You love pumpkin spice, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I have to get my pumpkin spice I used spice to be that person. Time. I'd be like, I need it every think day. Think about that, and then 15 other people a day. And then not only that, those people who order, like, three per person. I mean, hey, I'm not complaining. Listen, money is money. 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 But, but yeah, so we've been really busy, and this is our extra hobby, so... You know, on top of that, we have, you know, our lives, and then we go to the gym, and we have... We made a career out of this. I would understand being able to do this every day. Hey, you never know, Nikki. Gosh. Anyways, so thank you for (laughs) coming back. We really greatly appreciate it. Um, And if you're brand new, if this is the first time you're listening... um, Oh, my dog just totally picked up his toy. Um... So what we do is we sit here, we drink coffee. Um, me and Nikki both work at a coffee shop and we both adore coffee and we love true crime. Loving it. It's like the best of both worlds. Cause you know what? I can sit and listen and talk. I mean, what's a, what a, you literally you just described literally, my life. We literally do that all the time anyway. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, girl, let's start a podcast. It's literally the same thing. We're just being recorded. (laughs) So yeah, we talk and I really want to branch out and like I feel like you kinda did with your um with the the vanishing triangle because it's a little mysterious as to why it is. So it's not broad in that one. Yeah you do. But it's not just true crime. Do you know what I mean? It's not just murders and stuff. Like mysteries. Yes as well. It's like Scooby Doo here. Oh we in a van. Call me Velma. Jinky. You look absolutely nothing like Velma, but you know. Well, I know I don't look like Daphne. You're not wrong. I might as well be Scooby then. I was gonna say you like <laughs> Scooby. <laughs> Rut row. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, so what did I make you today? She made me a pumpkin spice latte. Minus it's not espresso shots. She French pressed it with some pumpkin and milk. Right? Yeah, it's just whole milk. She used some whole milk. Um, yeah, I love it. I haven't stopped sipping. I know, it, so it's really good. So normally, if this, if you haven't listened to us before, normally I drink black coffee, and when you come over to my house, very rarely do I even have creamer or even milk Dude, or sugar. I have to bring my own. It's bad. Okay, listen. I literally can bring my cup pre. I'm a sugar. creamed. <laughs> pre cream guys. Like in the morning when we, when we, if I'll be like, hey, you want coffee for the ride to work, and you bring your creamer. I'll bring your coffee, but you. I have your- to bring my creamer because. I love when she like makes me her her anniversary. I don't know if you've heard us talk about it, but that is a special blend. And yes, I will bring my creamer. To make this is anniversary. 
Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I brought all the full punches for this episode. Ooh, she's, okay. She's spoiling me today. <laughs> she got me pumpkin spice and Annie. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Um. So we might we might have to take a break actually, or <laughs> so we can make more. Yeah, we're out of. <laughs> almost done with. Mine. I know. But so today, um, we're gonna be talking about uh, a uh, a case that I just stumbled ap- across because. On YouTube, it was just, it wasn't even the case. And it was just literally the suspect, the person being accused of this. And it was it was just the crazy interview. It had nothing to do with the victim, which hurts my heart. Because I think a lot of times the victim gets lost in the sauce. And especially in this case. Because, first off, this case is still ongoing. Like, we're talking there's another trial coming up in January. So is it like, a, it's another cold case, correct? No, it's not necessarily cold, actually. It's not cold at all. Um, no, it, like, it's still going on. Um, it's not like the Christian Andriakia where it's, it, like, it hasn't been, um, like, closed by any means. It's still ongoing. But so, um, the person being accused is a really interesting person. That's how I'm going to put it. And so, there's just so much that goes into it. So, the, the, the crime, the one crime that we do know about, um, it's just so sad that um, her name's Jolene Cummings. And she gets kind of lost in it. And so, like, because I didn't even know about it. I had to read more into it just to hear about the death of her. So, um, so yeah. So, I want to do her justice. I want to talk about her. And get her name out there. Especially because the trial is coming up. Um, so, so yeah. So, it's kind of a... It's kind of... It's, it's, it's one that you're going to be... Like, I already know. I'm going to do your hand signals that I know you're going to do. You're going to go... Like, you know Yeah. <laughs> you go... What? <laughs> you guys knew what that is. It's throwing my hands up in the air. I mean, like, and what you look I'm like waiting. the emoji, the like with the arms up. Literally, what you do. You're like, what? <laughs> What's next? I need to know. No, but like you know that, like you'll see. You'll guys, see. it's just as much as a cliffhanger to me because I don't know anything about this case except yeah. the cliff notes. And then she lives me on the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. So, and I didn't even give you cliff notes of this one. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm more excited too. She got me pumped up on coffee. She's throwing me on Annie and pumpkin. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you want to listen to the case of Jolene Cummings, um, just keep on listening. Now let's get started. Let's get it started. Am I not supposed to say it like that? Because I just want to see it. It was like, I'm excited. Okay. So <laughs> I apologize if you hear my animals in this uh, podcast today. Um, I don't know. Apparently, they're just really active today. Um, so, okay. So, today's case is about Jolene Cummins. Jolene, Jolene. That is all I've gotten is a name for the last week is Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. I swear to God, that's all I've heard. I need to know more. (laughs) Um, and I mean no disrespect in that. Um, I just like that song. Yeah, so <laughs> Jolene Cummins. So I'm gonna set up. I'm gonna do it a little bit differently. Um, so well, uh, to talk about her. So she was when she was last seen. She was 33 years old. She was a mother of three young children. She was a hairstylist, cosmetologist. She worked at um, a salon called Tangled in Nassau County, Florida. And so. Jolene went missing. So she the last time she worked was on Saturday, May 12th. And she was supposed to close the store tangled with her she was and her coworker um Jennifer Seipert. 
And that was the last known person to see her or talk to her. The next day was May 13th of 2018. And not only was it Mother's Day, but it was actually her birthday. And she unfortunately never showed up to pick for to her and her ex-boyfriend were going to have brunch and they were she was going to take her three boys to have them for the day for her birthday and mother's day but unfortunately she never showed and I know I don't know I couldn't really find a whole lot of information if that was like a normal thing because the ex-boyfriend they were not on necessarily good terms like they were definitely split up um he had a shaky past for sure um and I know at one point I read a report that there um she actually at one point called the police on him um he came to her house and wasn't he wouldn't leave so she had to call the cops so I'm not sure when she didn't show if he was worried or why he didn't necessarily report her missing or what it may be or if he contacted her family but he obviously sounds like an obvious suspect is what it like just just like now, from yeah. well the boyfriend is always or like you know the partner yeah, is the always, spouse yeah I mean duh I mean, they're the closest person but dun, so dun. <laughs> so the next day actually on um the 14th 2008 that's when Jolene's mother reported her missing to the sheriff's office office and that's when the deputies released her information they released pictures of her car which is a ford expedition and so at first uh investigators for sure zoned in on the ex-boyfriend um when they went to actually go search jolene's um house they actually found the ex-boyfriend in one of the rooms hiding underneath like cardboard boxes and, but he had an outstanding warrant, so he was arrested on that. But so obviously, you know, they, he looked very suspic- suspicious. Suspicious. As Bailey Sarian would say it. Um, he definitely looked very suspicious, but um, the, his alibi came up and he had the boys, and as far as they knew, he wasn't have anything apart of this. So, what do investigators do, right? The f- they go to the last known person who saw her. And the last known place that she was, was when she closed the hair salon Tangled with her coworker. So the salon Tangled was closed on Sundays and Mondays. So she wasn't expected to go, you know, to be at work and nobody was there at this at the salon. So on Tuesday morning when it opened up, Deputies went there, you know, to, to talk to the owner and to Jennifer Seipert, her, the last known person, and I keep saying that. I feel like I've said that like seven times. If I'm going fast, am I definitely going fast? Sorry, people. Pumpkin. It's a lot of coffee. Actually, I did have an obscene amount of coffee today. It's got sugar in it. This is new. Mm. And I go to bed, and I go to bed at least by nine, so. <laughs> we cut this short. It's bedtime. <laughs> Life goes on, guys. <laughs> if you know, if it just cuts out. If you're an adult, you understand. Oh, heck yes. Okay. When's your Sleeping question? at 9.30 and waking up for a 6.30 shift. Come on now. That's a full, like, a good amount of sleep. So, when they went there, they, they actually physically went to the salon. And the owner, of course, was explaining, yeah, you know, who is so-and-so close, this and this. And they said, okay, it's Jennifer Seipert. She was scheduled to work that day. And... When the investigators were talking, Jennifer 
called the salon to talk to the owner. And the owner was like, hey, yeah, so investigators are here. They want to talk to you, you know, get some information. Jolene's missing. And she just, actually, I'm not coming into work and just dipped out. If that's not suspicious, I don't know what is. So obviously, you know, investigators are like, hmm, right? So they were like, do you have her address? Do you have something? I need to know. So she's packing her bags, man. She knows. The best part about it is that the address that the owner had that was like on her employee record was a false address. It, she didn't even live there, right? So in the meantime, so this is all happening. The 15th. Jolene's, I can't, I love her name, but at the same time when I say it, like, damn you, Dolly Parton, okay? You ruined this poor girl's name. <laughs> damn so hard not you, to say it three times Dolly. I know, right? <laughs> Apologize, respects, but you, mad, mad respect, seriously. But Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Okay, so they found her Ford Expedition in a Home Depot parking lot. Now, when, obviously, it's, like, one of those main... It's, like, murder supply list right there. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Home Depot. Where'd you get the shovel? Oh, just somewhere. The depot. <laughs> yeah, no. So, when they, of course, luckily, you know, it was, it's such a bit, you know, it's a huge store, right? So, they have video surveillance. Unfortunately, there was somebody who dropped off her Ford Expedition the night prior at 1 a.m. Unfortunately, it wasn't Jolene. It was Jennifer Seipert. Or was it? Or was it? No, it definitely was. Or. <laughs> She's or. trying to. Right? Okay. So, this is actually. <laughs> this gets very interesting. Yeah, no. So, obviously, at that point, I mean, she's gone missing. She was the last known person. Obviously, she's driving her vehicle. Obviously, she had something to do with it. So, when she was finally captured essentially she was found living in her car at a truck stop in between trucks and they booked her and they, they took her in for grand theft excuse me i'm sorry i'm burping for grand theft which is actually a felony so when they book her this is this is where it just goes gets crazy and like so in depth they found out that her name isn't actually Jennifer Cyper, okay? Or Christina Melissa Brooke, or Christina Young, or Pamela Keebler, or one of the other 18 names and aliases she has gone by in 25 years. How many was that again? 18 in total, known. Sweet baby Jesus, that is a personality crisis. This woman's real name I can is Kim. Contain my three. <laughs> she does. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> At first, I was like, "What? You go by a nickname?" <laughs> um, no, her real name is Kim Kimberly Kessler. And so this is where it just gets. Before I get into depth of who exactly Kimberly Kessler is, let me finish the case of Jolene of what we exactly know. So. What I was saying is when I found this case, it was because I was on YouTube and it just popped up in like my like, hey, hey. Suggested. Yeah, right. Of the the insane interview of Kimberly Kessler. And I was like, oh, YouTube, your algorithm works for me today. Thank you. Like I was, I mean, obviously, right? And she looks pretty, like now knowing what I know, she looks cuckoo, cuckoo puffs, but like it, she looks normal, right? Every serial killer does. 
<laughs> right? Um, and actually, I'm going to find it. This is a perfect time for us to take our intermission, grab some more coffee, and I am actually going to play you the interview of the the tape of Kimberly Kessler. Oh, and you will see, first off, of how she talks. And this is what makes this case so interesting because... Obviously, this woman has a lot of disturbing things that, and, and it, maybe a lot of it has to do with things that have happened to her, but she has a lot of things going on because she so casually talks about Jolene and and all the different people that she's been that it's just insane. Literally, the mind behind murder is the most terrifying thing that anyone can think of. And that's even the best part, like, because it's not even a murder. I don't know. I mean... Like, I've told you this story before. I hated my name, right, when I was younger because I was I was a 90s baby, okay? Britney Spears who? I don't know. I was had never had my own identity. So when I was in the fifth grade, I went to, I swear, this is a true story, I went to a friend's family reunion, and I decided that was where I was going to reinvent myself as Mia. Don't know why I picked that <laughs> name, right? I could barely handle being Mia. I'm not even joking. It took me 15 minutes for that identity to fall through. They were literally like, Mia, come play kickball. And I'm like, la dee da Like looking in the distance like, who the, who the hell's Mia? You can't no. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm stuck with Brit. Okay. But the fact that she can do this with so many um, is just, it is, it's really interesting. So... Take an intermission. You, Reset. as listeners, coffee lovers, get your coffee, get your tea. It's going to be alone. Get water. Get whatever you need to sit down, buckle up, and we will be right back. All right. Back. We got the coffee. I got the video. Again, I have not seen this, so I'm dying to wait just as you are. Yeah. So it might, hopefully my mic picks this up, um, but it might sound a little muffled, but we'll make do. It's funny that St. John's didn't tell you, when you run, run my fingerprints through, they come up as Kimberly Lee Kessler. That's about it. So I would prefer to be called Kim. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure I'm, that I'm calling you. Uh, by your but if you bring them through, I mean, the last time I got picked up was back in 1999, and I bonded out, and it took them, I don't remember, it was a couple of weeks, I don't know if it was two and a half weeks or three and a half weeks before they actually, you know, matched them up. Them yeah, it didn't like, but that was 1999, so maybe it was a little bit slower then. Okay. But I don't know, there's like lots of people on the face of the planet, so maybe it still takes time. I'm not sure. And then it may be too that she, since you've had this agonist for, for so long, you know, it probably, you've probably done a lot of stuff since that time, and so you've actually kind of got a, you know, you've got a history under that name, so it probably shows up in different databases and stuff like that. And that's just a guess, maybe, maybe that's why it's, it's happening like that. Fingerprints are fingerprints. Fingerprints are fingerprints. I agree. I didn't erase them with acid, so they are the same. It is. And I agree with you, but I haven't run your fingerprints. And if St. John's did, they failed to notify us that, you know, of the different names. So I apologize. Perhaps they just thought I was a, you know, a nutjob. It will eventually come out, so. We'll just call you Kim. Okay, thanks. Kim, we just go through when you work with her on that Saturday, so I can. Is there anything you can tell me that 
Did she ever talk to you about a, a boyfriend? Uh, I, know she, I know she's got a husband. I know she had a boyfriend. Did she ever talk about anybody she was scared of? She, did she ever say anything that would that she wanted to run away and get away from it all? I mean, you know. I don't remember hearing anything. She would have different conversations sometimes with different clients. She was saying CPS came to her house. She was telling one client that I caught a little blip of it in between listening to YouTube and the phone ringing. And, and okay, so. I'm not gonna play it because literally this video alone is like seven long, seven minutes long. Can we just talk about how casual she was sounding about all this? That's my point. Um, and so at the beginning of it, they're talking about what to call her. And so she brings up and she goes, and, and it's funny how she's like, I would like to be called Kim, right? But she hasn't gone by Kim in literally, so this is 2018? 19. Kim, no, 2018. Oh. Yeah, it, it happened last year. She has... Kimberly Kessler was reported missing in... La no, okay. Reported missing in 2008, but last seen in Butler, PA, where she's from, in 2004. So the fact that she's just, like, casually, like, being like, oh, yeah, no, I want to be called Kim, and then how she's talking about fingerprints and acting like it's, like, the most casual conversation in the world with investigators, which is it's just insane to me. Like, it's just, do you hear, like, in her voice, I'll, like... Yeah, that I just took my fingerprints off with acid. No, she's saying, like, she didn't. Like, but oh. she's making a joke about it. Like, this still, she's so casual, so calm. Exactly. Like, yeah. So, she, uh, so that's, like, you, and it's kind of weird that, because we can, you can look up all of her videos, like, all of the interview videos of her, and, um, well, not all of them, obviously, but, so... Back to this. And this is another thing. So they're interviewing her. And right now they're saying, like, do you, did she tell you about anybody, this, this, and this? And she's like, well, you know. And then trying to essentially make it seem like she was, like, Jolene is sketchy. Girl, you, you's being charged for Grand Theft Auto. You, you're the of one. Of her vehicle. Of her that, vehicle. That's sketchy. Right? Like, and she's, like, casually acting like, oh, no, actually, Jolene, she's a whore. She, I don't know, like, uh, you know what I mean? That's how she is. That's how, that's how the, she's the interview. She's making the victim sound like she's crazy. Exactly. I mean, obviously, this is a crazy person. So, as they go on, they know something is very off, Right? So, because this is the last known place, now she doesn't implicate herself at all. She says that she didn't do anything. She didn't last see her. Once they left the salon, that was it. That was, like, that was done, right? So, because they got her on the Grand Theft Auto, they got a, um, a warrant for her car and the salon. In the salon, there was blood found on Kimberly, Kim, in her locker, Kessler, I'm going to call, so this is a thing. So Jennifer Seipert and Kimberly Kessler is the two people that I like, that I'm going to mainly call her Kessler, but there's a, that's the same person. On her boot, a sock and a pair of scissors that were located either in her car or a storage locker. The, all of those were found in a storage locker or in her car, in Kessler's car, Jolene's blood. Okay. And then, so they got warrants for those. And then on top of it, there are, they did blood analysis. I'm sorry, that's my, my cat getting in a box. Um, they got blood analysis done in the salon. There is blood splatter found. That is Jolene's. 
and also Kimberly Kessler's. There were um, some in the mop, like the, when they used luminol, in the mop, in the floor drain, on a bleach, uh, like a bleach bottle, mm-hmm. and on a chair and cabinets. On top of it, some of Jolene's fingernails of Jolene's were found in Kimberly Kessler's storage locker. Just the fingernails? Fingernails. Like, pulled apart? No, as far as I know, I can't... Because this, there's a lot of stuff that is still hidden because the case is still going ongoing, but I'm assuming broken, like... Pl- like, like she was scraping, plate. yeah. Yes. So... At this point, obviously, a lot of it at first was all circumstantial and they couldn't really put like circumstantial evidence like it has to build like for you to because Jolene to this day there no body has been found. So no body. It's really hard to convict anybody. So you have to you have to consume so much circumstantial evidence, right? So all of this alone and then at this point, she is being charged. After they find all that, they charge her for the murder for the murder of Jolene Cummins, or really the disappearance. But I, because at this point, like I said, it's circumstantial; they don't have a body, so they don't really, you know, they can't really say anything. But then they find more evidence of in, in her car. They found a it was like a picture of a receipt at Walmart. Thirty gallon trash bags. On. 30 gallon trash bags, an electric knife, and a, a large bottle of anole. I can never say that word. Anoleum? Uh, yeah. Did I say that right? Anoleum? I have no idea. I don't. I, that's ammonia. Not like ammonia. Word. That's how pneumonia. you say it. No, not mu- pneumonia. Ammonia. The cleaning stuff. <laughs> she said it, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't say it now. <laughs> okay, which basically is a cleaning product. So once they found out, an electric knife, okay, and after everything else... She ain't carving no turkey. She carving something. Oh, R.I.P. Jolene. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm glad we got that out of our system. Because it was either you or me I was going to say it. Did you hear that for a brada? <laughs> Jolene. Um, but... And then, so then they went back to Walmart, and unfortunately, on the picture of it, it wasn't time stamped. So they went to Walmart. They saw her at a self checkout getting these items. So when, so when all this is happening, the FBI got involved because, right? So she went by the name Jennifer Seibert. She also took a social security number, and she ha- so basically the FBI got involved because she, uh, it was like a stolen social security number. And all the different aliases. And because of that, like, once the FBI got involved, you know, it started, they really, things started to ball up. And they realized that, you know, unfortunately, they don't have a body. But they came to, you know, they're really thinking and trying to come to the conclusion that she was dismembered. So. 30 pound bags. 30 pound, yeah. I would assume so. Pieces thrown across the country, probably. To make things even worse, they have even more surveillance video of Kimberly Kessler that night, that Saturday night, the day before, right? The day before Mother's Day of her dumping trash bags into a dumpster and it's at a place called Dick's Wings. Like his name's Dick and he sells wings in the dumpster dumpster in the back. And they think that because of, they think that this is her throwing out her body parts, Jolene's, 
because you could tell from her gait in the video that she was really struggling to get them in. And she definitely isn't like, she's not a frail little thing, you know, she's not like 105 pounds like you, but she, you know, she's a little, she's a little bigger woman, but at the same time, like, you know, you know, like, you know, carrying me, like, I'm definitely not big by any means, but I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm what I, 15 pounds on body, you. Yeah. In general, like, right, you're like, oh, can you, you know, so throwing that over. So after that, they decided that, you know, that this a lot, you know, it's the main conclusion that they can come up with. So because of that, they went to, in 2000, and it's like, it was like a soon after that in July of 2018, they, because all of this, you know, it didn't happen, you know, you know, this all happened in May, right? So in July of 2018, investigators went through 6.6 million pounds of trash in the South Georgia landfill for a week. They were in there shifting through. I can only imagine like what they, like the conditions that they went through. I mean, it's in Georgia, number one, hot tamale, but you know, you're in a, you're in a landfill. trash. And it's not reported what exactly they found, but they did say that they found several items in interest that were in, of interest with the connection of the disappearance of Jolene. So, the okay, so we have all this, right? And at this point, everybody is all like, what, obviously she did this. Unfortunately, a year later, so this July, so all this is happening, and then so, you know, the way that the court system is, you know, it, it's a long time before things get going. In July of 2019, this year, Kimberly Kessler was found not competent to stand trial. What? Yes. And that was after seeing two different state-appointed psychiatrists. And so when that happened, so <laughs> interject. What you're telling me, she's not competent. Meaning, like she's she's not mentally there mm -hmm. to do this, like or to be to stand trial. Okay, so she then was being she's being held at a state hospital. But so the thing is, is with that, there's she saw two psychiatrists. The first psychiatrist, she got mad and kicked him out because he even said. You're not competent to stand trial. And she got mad and offended at that. Like, but wait. So you're saying that you do? You, you're saying that you are competent then. So, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, I don't understand. So then uh, another psychiatrist saw her. And he, yeah, he said that unfortunately she's not, you know, she's not competent right then and there. So she's not sane enough. So they put her on some new meds and everything. And literally just and this is why i say like this is still so freaking new kessler is being held at the florida state hospital and is continued and was continued to be treated after there now it's not stated what she was treated for and i'm gonna have you make your own guesses of what it is after i because i'm gonna go in a little bit more about kimberly but the 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 hospital did it like so fast so i'm assuming they pinpoint her illness and whatever medications they were excuse me this pumpkin spice is just really getting tired um they pinpointed it because all of a sudden it, like it happened like it was like october 9th they were like nope we're, we're, we're bringing another psychiatrist bring this person in we're gonna go see and within literally like only a week from october and october 15th all of a sudden the state over overrode what they said and literally said never mind you're fit to stand trial so her new trial date is january 9th of 2020 so it's coming up 
Okay. Damn. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. So, I mean, we can all kind of come to, I mean, all the circumstantial evidence, right? It's obviously something happened. Now, and this is the crazy part. Obviously, you can't believe what she's saying. And as far as, like, if she would lie or say she did do it, you really don't know. Or even if she would admit it, admit to it and say what happened, I honestly don't believe that, right? Um, they, the investigators throughout this were putting out um, information and saying to the public, like, anybody who ever got their hair done at Tangle Salon, please come in because we want to talk to you. Because, like, if they overheard anything that or an argument between the two, because they're trying to find, yeah, they're trying to find, you know, a motive, essentially. Now, now this gets into who exactly is Kimberly Kessler. So this is the part, and which is so weird. She's from Butler, PA. I grew up in Pittsburgh, and which Butler is like kind of the outskirts. So it's literally only like 40 minutes from away, where drive from where I drove. And like Butler was nowhere that I went to, but it was kind of the boonies. Like we, you just... Like, you had to drive everywhere. There was no walking. Like, you didn't walk. You know what makes sense? Like, I grew up in the city, so, like, you can walk everywhere. Or really take Brittany? the tea. Are what? you really Brittany, or are you just... I'm Brit right now. What are you talking about? I just gotta make sure you don't have 18 other aliases. Oh, oh, you're so... <laughs> I was like, are you really Brit? Am I, am I Brit? No. So, yeah, so... The, so, she went missing when she was 35. Okay? The last known... So this is the, the craziest part. Is because her mom reported her missing in 2008. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not even 2008. 2012. But she was last seen in 2004. 4th of July, actually. 2004. I wasn't in there, actually. I think I just moved to Michigan, so... Thanks. She can't be my mom. She wasn't my mom. Four. So eight years. So why did you... So, okay, so... You kind of know the background. So, in 2000, in January of 2004, right? Jan- of January. July 2004. 2004. Did I just say 2004 twice? <laughs> this coffee's getting to me. <laughs> so we, she can't have sugar anymore, guys. This is what happens. Yeah. This is, I understand why. I understand now you why. understand. This He's is freaking black. No. I'm enjoying it, though. So, she was at a party, and she was telling people... Yeah, I'm just going to skip town. I'm just going to go down south and go visit some friends. And I'm going to uh, change my identity to a name I found on a tombstone. And that was Jennifer Seipert. She literally walked through a grave, grave, a, a cemetery, found this poor woman's name, and stole her identity. So I'm assuming the reason why it was eight years between she was reported missing and to the last day. I'm assuming her mom just hadn't heard from her in a while, but the police and Butler PA didn't take it seriously because they were like, obviously this woman, because she told multiple people. Yeah, and they're like, obviously she doesn't want to be found, right? So in this time, she, she just said move down south. She went through 18 different aliases in 33 different states, I mean, sorry, cities in 12 different states. She's been from the East Coast to the West Coast to the South, Midwest, everywhere, dude. Now, Mike, I have quite, like yeah. two top questions: Are did she is Jolene the only murder that she's probably done, and why did she change eighteen times? Exactly. I have questions. I need answers. Those are the same questions that the FBI is asking, because in her possession, like her- there were names. 
listed. And see, this is why she really does have some sort of mental illness because from her res from her searches on her phone are so erratic. Like two weeks prior before Jolene even went missing, it literally she literally searched up no body, no crime missing employee like just things that hadn't even happened yet and then within three minutes looking up church gatherings in nassau in nassau county it, it, it's and she over it, it after a week after before she was captured she looked up jolene cummins like some some sort of form of search of hers of nobody missing employee whatever you want to say 300 times in two hours Okay, so just those alone, those are circumstantial evidence. But if that doesn't show you the mind of the erraticness that she had, now in her possession, in one of her storage lockers, um, there was a list like I, that, that I mentioned. And in those lists, there were so many names, so, so many names. And a lot of those names, a lot of those people suspiciously went missing or a lot of them died. The FBI are looking into her investigating and thinking that she might be a serial killer. There's no, I think there's no doubt about it. Just hearing all this, yeah, and how, how calm she just. And is. I've listened to um, interviews of people for, that knew her back in high school, and her brother actually. This is just a random story that I listened to. Uh, her brother got into a really bad um, accident when they were younger, and her boyfriend at the time was also in the car. And but her boyfriend, her brother also told the story of someone running them off the road and like it, it's just all very suspicious now mind you this might just be, be people putting this together you know being like oh my god there was this one time when she looked at me weird but the things that it went on with this is just it you can't you you really we don't know and unfortunately because she went through so many names and you know lived literally and she lived in 12 different states now that's even more than me and you know i moved around quite a bit I'm not a serial killer, I promise. I've only went by my name. Careful guys, she might be on the next two friends. <laughs> and yeah, so this, that, this, so unfortunately, so I mentioned it in, especially in, in the, at the beginning of this, that Jolene Cummins kind of get lost in this. I can see why. Yeah, because it's not just about her, unfortunately, but you know, who knows if we'll ever truly find out whatever happened to Jolene. It is quite obvious, quite obvious that she had something to do with it, Kimberly Kessler. Um, you know, you could even, I've listened to her, the calls between her and her mother when she, well, now she is being held in prison, um, awaiting trial. And, you know, she, she blames the Illuminati. And, you know, this, she obviously is very deranged in some sort uh you know she obviously and, and it hurts my heart to think that a person can go through that um i'm not pulling sympathy or saying you know or anything i mean but there's obviously a lot but now that the you know the state they got they said that they got her on the right meds so hopefully um i mean she's i i, I have no doubt that that she will be found guilty but hopefully we'll just I be hope able she's to in out. her right mind just to confess yeah so whoo doggy so I yeah. want to hear this trial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely have to keep you updated on it. Um, but yeah, so that is the unfortunate story of Jolene Cummings. The disappearance, because technically it is. I mean, we can assume that she's dead, but... I mean, all the evidence... I mean, all of our found evidence points to it. But hopefully, if she is still alive and she is found in any way possible. 
Yeah, it's not crazy, so. Psychotic. Well, was that a good one? Like, you said 18 and... Mm-hmm. How many states? 33 states? 33 cities and 12 different states. 12 different states, 33 cities. And you know what? I was looking at those states, like those cities and states, and I'm like, was I ever in one? And the only one that she was ever in was Pittsburgh, where which is where I was, like where I grew up a lot of my life. But I don't think it was ever at the time. I think they're counting, maybe counting Butler. Where I was? 2000? She was in Texas, too. I'm just saying. Listen, no. I was in Texas. I was in, uh, elementary. No. I was in elementary school. My <laughs> wee little self. I was just in, I was in elementary school. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the love and support. The support. Thank you. Oh, we can't get into that. <laughs> um, please, um, we're gonna, I can't promise. I don't want to promise again because I promised before and I fell through on that promise. And that just hurts my heart that I lied to you guys. Um, but technically next time it is Nikki's. I'm still going to continue with my state series, which will, is just a solo little series that of me. So I'm going to start researching that one. But this time I will have much more free time than normal. What it, were you even doing last time? No, well, like it's just gotten busy. Oh but yeah. So no she's longer. leaving. Oh, oh my God, my heart. Okay. We can't, we can't draw this out. But she I'll will be. More you free time and you, no excuses. <laughs> She's leaving, guys. She's leaving soon. Um, like, she's leaving work. So, uh, this week is actually her last week at my, at our store. So, she is actually going to have an obscene amount of free time. Actually, you know what? There's going to be a lot of research. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to you again. Yeah. Thanks. See you later. Bye.